This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Paul Hansen. Thurley Ruxton by Philip Virrell Miguels. Chapter 50 Princess Thurley. The social triumph of Alice Van Kirk was in no wise diminished when at length the truth concerning Princess Thervinia was known throughout the length and breadth of Sweldom. Thurley had gained rather than lost admiring hosts, and the natural interest excited was increased. The dinner that Alice had long planned was the season's social masterpiece. The holidays were spent away from town, where Robley and Thurley, like two young striplings from the Pantheon, before the pagan gods and goddesses had lost their pristine charm, found new delights and new relations with the earth and stars in the wonder of their love. A brilliant procession of social events marched through the weeks as they sped. The recent past, with its doubts and fears, its excitements intrigues and startling evolutions was gliding away on the placid sea of memory when one more echo rolled across from far herzegotha where the young grand duke with a bride resembling thurley ruxton had succeeded to the throne it came in the name of their majesties but bore the signature of baron von hotchhaus whose personal letter was attached in recognition of invaluable services to Princess Thervinia, to the kingdom of Herzegotha, and to Karl Wilhelm Hermann, king by the grace of God, and in the name, and with the love of an appreciative and perpetually grateful people, was the reading of the part of the message which described a modest but glorious girl as defender of Her Majesty the Queen, and a princess by special appointment of heaven. It was a triple recognition. There was first the scroll, a gold-laid, massive, impressive document, denoting the extraordinary service rendered, then in partial liquidation of the state's indebtedness, a gift of $250,000, and finally a medal and full decoration of the Royal Legion of Courage. But the last little contribution which succeeded in quite overwhelming the heart of the princess by appointment of heaven was the merest unofficial scrawl from the big proportioned little baron i trust the love of an old man fond in his own poor personal capacity may likewise be accepted there was much that was golden and marvellously sweet to gaze back upon in wonder, as Thurley and Robley, at the stern of a great Atlantic liner, watched all America, green with coming spring, dip slowly down in the purple sea, and disappear behind the earth's rotundity. There was much that was splendid and dream-fulfilling for them both to contemplate, far out to the east where an older world would rise from the sea above the rounded bulk of ocean 
but most of all and greater than all was the world of limitless space and inexpressible splendor that the two beheld when they looked again in each other's eyes a honeymoon day from the trophies spiced with the fragrances of far-off yucatan was wafting lazily by thoroughly smiled as she gazed at the sun's splash in the water is it too soon yet she said to ask where i'm going to be taken mm, uh, to motor through egypt first he answered happily then all about the continent and perhaps to herzegotha she clung to his arm and leaned upon his shoulder closing her eyes on the sheer delight she had no words to express like the prince in the tale he leaned in rapture and kissed her on the lips but to all the world of love and ecstasy the princess was already wide awake the end of thoroughly ruxton by philip virrell miguels read by paul hansen